Welcome back to Breathe Underwater. I'm April Salazar. And I am Whitney Waddell. And we believe that instead of trying to stay afloat, that we embrace the chaos and just learn to breathe underwater. Amen. So I am very pleased to bring you Miss Whitney Waddell as our first guest. Oh my God. This is amazing. It's going to get deep real fast. Mm -hmm. So let me introduce you to this fabulous woman. She's born and raised in San Antonio, graduated from Baptist School of Health Professions with a master's in nursing administration. She then worked in emergency medicine for over 15 years. God, 15. That's a long time. The last five years in the hospital setting, she served as a clinical manager. Then she moved into education six mm-hmm. years ago at a local high school there. And there she started teaching health science practicum and certifying students as CNAs. And she's been able to certify and train like over 200 students as state certified nurse aides mm-hmm. and over 100 students as registered dental assistants. Yeah. Miss Waddell is currently teaching at the high school level and she also serves as the career and technical education department chair and instructional facilitator. She's also a professor for the University of the Incarnate Word nursing program. Mm-hmm. She is a rock star. I love her and has gained many <laughs> achievements along the way, including Texas New Teacher of the Year for THOA in 2019. 2020, mm-hmm. the CTAT New Teacher of the Year in 2020, the ACTE Region mm-hmm. 7 New Teacher of the Year in 2021, and you know, just being locally awarded amongst her peers for professional accountability and a values champion for perseverance and high expectations for all. Mm-hmm. She was recently named the Area 7 CTAT Teacher of the Year. Mm-hmm. Welcome, you fucking badass bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to say, oh, and we need to add to her bio, best friend. Oh, yes. Of April Marie Salazar. You happy to be here? I wouldn't be anywhere else on a Sunday night. (laughs) The crackling you hear, guys, behind the scenes. April's fire. My fire. I like fire. Yeah. I do. I also think it sets the tone and the ambiance. It's really nice. Well, I think we should just dive right in. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So the whole gist of our podcast of us coming together Mm -hmm. is to talk about and even explore Mm -hmm. the moment during your personal trauma Mm -hmm. when you knew you would be okay. Yeah. But before we get there, I would like to talk about that trauma Mm -hmm. and I would like to explore that with our guests and hear from you. Man, it's been a I mean we were just having this conversation last night we were we were talking about it but I think it's been a really crazy last almost four years Mm -hmm. um but I think if I'm being honest with everybody looking back at my childhood and my teenage years and my time I think that really shaped me and it almost set the stage for what happened or interesting what, what transpired as an adult, mm-hmm. a married adult, right? But my my childhood wasn't bad or anything. It was it was a great childhood. Mm-hmm. My parents are still married to this day. Love them. Um, yeah, I think they're they, amazing. I think they question whether or not they love me sometimes. But I'm no, gonna go with love, love. They I'm love go you. Love. They love you. Um, but yeah, so no, my childhood was great. I mean, come from a big family. Lots of support. Lots of support. You I've, know, I've interacted things. with your family and I've seen your family dynamic and I've been yes. very, you know, happy yes. to witness such a, yes. a great group. Yes. But 
I was always, um, you know, I'm the oldest child. I have a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as the oldest child, I always had these expectations to meet, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, you need to do better. Yep. Your 90 isn't, why isn't it 100? Yeah. You know, like you're so, setting the stage, yeah. you're setting the bar, right? So, all those expectations of how to be and how to act and how to do things happened early. And I was always seeking that validation mm. from them. So I think that's important to note, right? Like I think that's very important. I was always seeking that out, specifically from my dad. Mm. And so my dad came from a very loving family, but they were they also had their own trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. and they were not very wealthy. Yeah. So you know, from the very young age, my dad had to work and help support and take care of his other siblings. So he's very firm in believing that those expectations were high for me. Yeah. And it's hard to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, from my personal experience with my family, similar scenarios, I think that that's all they knew. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's how they passed it on, right? Because that's all they knew. Yeah. But I also too, like my dad had always had a hard time showing affection Mm. or, or saying like, I love you. Where now, Mm -hmm. it's not even a question. Like, he's very open to saying that. But I remember my mom saying, like, well, they don't, they never did that in his family. Like, they never showed that type of love or emotion. Like, I never doubted that my dad loved me. He just never said it when I was growing up. Growing up, right? So I think speed forward, right? I go to school, I do everything that society tells you you're supposed to do. Like you graduate from high school, you go to college, get a degree. Now, do your parents have college degrees? They do not. Okay. Yeah. So I was the first one, like in my whole family. High five to that. I was too. Thank you. We can do it. Got it. So I actually wanted to go to school to do like public relations, like business. Yeah. And then my mom was like, no, you're going to be a nurse. Oh yeah. Okay. So Monique was like, Oh, you're going to be a nurse. Shout out Monique. And so I actually was very frustrated with that because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be businesswoman and wear suits and go to a conference. Yeah. Like go to my high rise building in San Antonio. I love it. (laughs) Every day. So I followed the path. I became a nurse, um, you know, graduated, did all the things, started working and, you know, bought my first car on my own, like really trying to do things independently, saved up more money, bought my first home. I mean, it's awesome. It sounds like you were on the trajectory of what a quote successful person would be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what that looks like. But I think that's what society tells us Mm. is what you're supposed to do. Sure. Right. Sure. So I did all the things that I thought I was supposed to do right. And I'm working in the emergency room and I meet a cop. Ooh. Oh no. Should have known from the jump. They're the worst, right? Meet a cop. We're just kidding. We love cops. No, we love, yeah, we back. I just feel like with, in in terms of maybe relationship standards, right? I I knew a couple of police officers in my day, back in the day. Yeah. And I will just say they were very fluid. Yes. In their um, relationship choices. Yes. So I I, I feel like a lot of people had that experience. So I met a police officer. And let me, I'll just say that I never had like a real relationship in high school or college. I was very focused on. I mean, aside from me. Well, yes, aside from April. But I never had that because the focus was always you have to be 
magna cum laude or something. Yeah. Yeah. You had to do cum laude, cum baby. Laude. Like you had yeah. to be amazing, right? Those were the expectations. So mm-hmm. I always put all my focus on that. So I, I'm in the ER. I meet this cop. Okay. And I like fell so in love with this guy immediately. But so was but it- he was the worst human being. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll what, get to that. What about him? He showed me attention. You- okay. That, the, validation the validation that I was always seeking was there. So had no other man ever shown you that? I think or they had, but I was never like interested. You weren't at that place yes. yet in I was your not life. At the place, but I was like bought my car, I bought my house. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, oh, it's time, it's happening. Yeah, this and is exactly what life and society tells me I'm supposed to do. Trash. Okay. <laughs> but now, I was so blurred by, oh my god, I really like him. Now was he trash? <sighs> so guys, by the way, this is not the quote. I mean, traumatic experience. Oh yeah, right? no, this this is not where we're this at. Is, this no, is the this intro is the, to the story is, because, of course, she's my best friend, and I know the story, and it's very hard to talk about sometimes. Yeah. But I think that in this talking just sets about it, it up, right? Like it's setting it up. So he showed you attention. Oh, absolutely. You were in that right space. Yes. To get married. Yeah, to that's have what I children. wanted. Children. Yeah. You had already things. self. You were like self-established. Yeah. You felt fulfilled. Yes. As a human. Yes. So, so I thought. So in walks. So in walks. Mr. X. Mr. X. And it was just not, it was toxic. Okay. It was very So bad. was it toxic from the beginning? Yes, because he was supposed, like, I thought he was completely, like, single, the guy, and he actually ended up being married, and it was really oh. crazy. Like, I had no idea, and then I got a call, and it was already, like, six, seven months in, Oof. and it was from his wife, and I was like, oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So that like was the first yes. introduction into adulthood. Adult dating. dating. Oof, yes. That's a okay. tough one. So <clears throat> I kept seeing this guy at my job because he would bring like patients in or he would. Yeah. Like, okay. So I knew I had to like get away from where I was working. Right. Because I was constantly being faced with him and it just wasn't. No, it's, it's not healthy. It wasn't where I wanted to be. Okay. okay. So I left the ER for like a period of like a year. And I think that that's very brave of you. And it's very telling of who you are as a person. Because how old were you then? I was like 22. Okay. So I was an old soul also. Mm -hmm. You know, I met my husband, well, then boyfriend, on a blind date when I was 21. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I knew I was going to get married to him, but... I think we all knew. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think we all were very aware of what where that was going. Okay. Yeah. Except for me. Except for you. That's okay. That's fine. It's fine. But I think coming back to you, we just were old souls and we knew what we wanted from an early age. I wanted what my parents had. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. So I wanted what my parents never had. Yeah. So same... Yeah. You know, like even my grandparents are, we're still Love married, your grandparents. like gold, like my dad's parents and my mom's parents it's amazing. married, right? Yeah. Like that's the standard, right? So you had the wherewithal to leave, to leave, to get out and to like make that decision. Yeah. That's scary. And most people are incapable yes. of saying, okay, you know what? I'm out. Yes. Okay. So you do this. Yes. So I left, I went to a different hospital and I started working a job during the day instead of at night. Which was amazing because it was just something different, yeah. something new, whatever. So I'm working in this new job. I was actually working in pre-op. Okay. So exciting from coming from the ER, right? It was a great time. But anyways, I'm working in pre-op and I was quickly identified as a leader, much like my experience in the emergency room. And I 
got asked to go upstairs into the actual OR and run the OR board. So kind of like that vision of Grey's Anatomy where they're at the board and they're like moving surgeries around. Yes. Okay, I did that. That was the job that they wanted me to do. Very cool. Yeah. It's crazy. And you loved it. I did. It was great because it was like... That kind of energy. Yeah, it was moving constantly and, you know, trying to like critically think and figure things out and do all this stuff. So I go upstairs, I'm running the board and I had to work alongside of the anesthesia company that helped fill all of the anesthesiologists for the surgeries that were happening on a daily basis. Okay. So the scheduler that was working right beside me, trying to fill all the holes, became my husband. (laughs) That's how I met him. Interesting. Yeah. And he was really mean to me. We'll call him Mr. Z. We'll call, yeah, we'll just call him uh, Mr. Z. So, so you meet was, Mr. Z. He was... I had no idea. Yeah. He was... Interesting. Re- yeah. He was really mean to me um, when that's, I needed help or assistance. You know, he was just not... That's how boys are. Very I even helpful. I tell my children, for those of you who don't know, I have four kids. Three of those are girls. And I still say they're being mean to you because they like you. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah. 100% true. Guys, quit being mean. Just, just be <laughs> just nice. Just be nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So he was actually really mean to me and he was just not being very kind. So he was just making my job a little bit harder because I had to Did go to him. Did you like that? No, I was very irritated oh, with him. Oh, okay. Because I was well, like, I don't know. Just be nice. Yeah. Like, why do you have to always have a smart ass answer? Like, yeah, be nice. Just to be me. nice, right? So two weeks into the new role, he come upstairs like to eat lunch in our like office area, and he brought me Chick Fil A. Oh. And I was like, is this poison? Like, you don't even talk to me. You're bringing me and you're chicken mean. nuggets. Like, yeah. and you're not very nice. And he laughed. Was it a peace offering? I guess. Maybe? I guess okay. maybe he was like extending an olive branch. And so we had lunch that day. And then every day after we had lunch. So did you know, like with Mr. X, that somehow this was going to develop into something? I think that things moved very quickly with him. But did it feel differently? Yes. Like I was just It so... was not an instantaneous attraction? I mean, aside no, from like, him being mean, I didn't like, like look at him and was like, oh my God, he's so hot. Like, I didn't think that he was more because because he was being mean to me. I didn't okay. look at him in that. Okay. In that. So it wasn't way. even an option until he brought you Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Until he brought me Chick-fil-A. And then was nice. Chick-fil-A sauce. Um, and then Polynesian. Polynesian. You like Polynesian? No, I like the honey roasted mustard. Oh, okay. Oof. I've never had that one. It's, is it good? Delicious. <laughs> So we have lunch, but mm-hmm. then every day after we were having lunch. Okay. And we're texting, we're calling, we're hanging out. And at the time... So hanging out, were y'all dating? I guess you would call it that. I never had really dated anybody, so I didn't know... That's dating. Really what that looked like, I think for right? our audience members who are That's driving dating. or watching us okay. right now, guys, it's dating. It's dating. When it's you're texting them, you're having lunch Isn't with it? them. So I just recently... Y'all are hanging okay, out? Pause for a second. Were you I sleeping just with recently, him? Yes. Okay, so they so, were fucking dating. Like... <laughs> No, but listen, I just recently had this conversation with somebody and we were talking about what dating is, but I think in this era or time that we're in, dating can mean different things to all kinds of people. So it's just very... I can't even, like, I've been with my husband for 16 years. Yeah, That's a long time. Fucking long time. And I was very young yes. when we started dating. Mm-hmm. And then three or four years later, 
were married and mm-hmm. then we just had children <laughs> right after. Boom. So I see my friends who are still single, amazing women, and the dating scene is very much tech savvy and yeah. it's very much like profile pics. Yes. And then most of the time it's not exclusive. No, because it's I not. feel like technology has brought in oh, that element 100%. where there's just so many options. Yes, you just so see so options. much, and I mean, you're distracted you're by, all of, it. It's by all of it. It's overstimulated by all of it. Literally. Well, I will say then, which was how many years ago well, when you so started non-dating dating Mr. Z? It was probably 2011. Okay. Yeah, it was a long time ago. So that's. I feel like that's not quite in yeah. the tech savvy, but, no. but you, uh, in all fairness, you're right. You didn't yeah. date and whatnot. I didn't, okay. I didn't really so know what guys, I was doing. Okay. So we started hanging out. We're having lunch every day. We were going on dates, I guess in the evening we're having dinner. So I guess that is dating, and right? But I wasn't dating anybody else. Yes. I was sleeping okay. with him. I wasn't dating anybody else. I bring it up just because when I was growing up, dating to me meant you went on dates. Yes. But I feel like that little detail yeah of in like throwing in we are sleeping together also yeah solidifies it oh yeah okay yeah okay, that's, uh, that's just my definition so yeah and then at the time like I played on a softball team for the hospital and then like he would come to the games he was playing like so we were just really just hanging out yeah but this was all like within a matter of a week to two weeks like it was very fast and then at the end of the two weeks we were just like we love each other like it, <laughs> Two, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. We were already like, we love each other. I knew, I knew he was going to be my person. I don't know why I knew that. I don't know how I knew that. I just knew. But you didn't know that immediately. No, it just took afterwards. It just took two weeks. But within two weeks, he was moving in to my home. Who said, I love you first? He did. He told you he loved you. Yes. Was it right after sex? No. Okay. No. Okay. Because no. sometimes that's like a... Yeah. No. It was like just randomly. Random. One day. Okay. And how did like, you feel when he said that to you? Like, this is everything I've ever wanted in my life. Interesting. Yeah. So comparing Mr. X, the mm-hmm. cop, mm-hmm. with Mr. Z, yeah. the scheduler, Yeah. what about those relationships was different in the sense that I want to be married with Mr. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. X, the cop... Like, this is everything I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. You had your life set up. Things were kind of rolling out mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And then he's married. He turns out to be yeah. a total douche. But Mr. Z he comes along. Well, he was, was so mean to you. So do you think that maybe you also got caught up again in this whole, well, he's showing me attention? Yeah, probably. Looking okay. back, yes, absolutely. Okay. Because I think we're just like, we're human. So we're just craving that that attention from somebody, that validation. That, absolutely. That just attention. Yeah. When my phone goes off and it's, you know, somebody that I have interest in, I am excited. Like I, you know, I like that. I like having communication. I like sharing texts or calls or yeah, whatever. FaceTimes you know? Yeah. Midnight. All of those things are important, you know? But so that, yeah. So, so in two weeks, in he's two weeks, moving in with you. He's moving in. Into your. Into my home. Home. So yes. you had bought your house. I bought my house. Okay. Yeah. So Mr. Z moves in. We're doing it. It's great. Everything's, you know, even Y'all are my playing mom was house. Like, yeah, we're playing house. Yeah, all of it. All the things. Now, he had children. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> so the weekend he moved in, mm-hmm. if anybody knows San Antonio, you know that during the month of April, it's 
fiesta. It's a good time. It's a blast. I'm just going to say, try it. Well, I had already had tickets and try plans it. to go to Oyster Bake. Oh, at St. Mary's. Mary's. That's my alma mater. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> So I'd already had tickets and plans to go to, to Oyster Bake, and he was going to be moving in, and he was supposed to have our daughters that weekend. Our daughters, meaning my her stepchildren, my stepdaughters, yes, yeah. that she took in, took in, yeah, yeah, love them like my own. And so he was like, "It's okay, go to Oyster Bake. I know you have plans. Have a good time. We'll be here when you come back." And I was like, "Okay, cool, yeah." So I go to Oyster Bake, but there was this like yearning inside of me that I just needed to go back home because he was moving in. Like, you know, I just felt awkward about yeah. being you're not still And you're there. still figuring each other out. Yeah. Like, is it really okay that I went to Oyster Bake? Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah. I Because I know a lot of relationships uh-huh. that are just like, I don't fucking care what you if do. You go to Oyster Bake. Have fun. Yeah. It'll be great if you're happy because then you come home and give mama some, you yeah, know? like Right. So then yeah. you're excited. Yeah. So I was at Oyster Bake for a little bit with my friends. And I left, went home, and um, he had finished moving in. He went to go pick up the girls. And so literally, he moves in. That first night, I meet the, the girls. And they walk in, and they are five and seven. And I knew immediately that if I was choosing him, I was choosing them as well. And it was just easy. It wasn't hard. Was it scary? I wasn't scared. I was nervous. Like, I hope they like me. Okay, you nervous know? is fine. Yeah. I wasn't but you, scared, were, I was you were ready. I was ready. We watched Elf. We ate popcorn. We had the best evening. That's very nice. It was great. And um, it was a good time. So we just went automatically into this family role. Family. Like, it very was domestic. Family. Yeah. And I say instant family because I also suffered instant loss in this relationship Mm -hmm. so instant family we're together everything's amazing six months in i go to a dinner with my family we used to have like family dinners all the time um but you know we get busy so of course we don't have them anymore but but we try we try we we try look but the great thing is everybody still knows that everybody loves each other especially your family unit yeah very strong love it so we go to this family dinner and i'm talking with my aunt who's sitting next to me and he's in my ear and he's like, I love you so much. I don't know what I would do without you. And I'm like, we can talk about this later. Like we are at family are dinner. Like, I love, I love you. Stop. I love you too. And then he was like, no, I, I really love you. And he just kept going on and, on and he was in my ear. And then everybody's eyes got really big and I turned and he was on one knee and he was like, will you be my wife? Will you marry me? And of course I said, yes. Cause like all the things that I ever wanted is is that what you expected? A no, proposal? going to family dinner? No, no, not at all. Were I expected you, the proposal to be more like him and I alone. Did you know yeah. he was going to propose? Soon? I felt it because okay. he was just acting weird up leading up until that. Okay, that day, like he was just acting like something was on his mind. Yeah, and I kind of just had this gut feeling like, man, we're really serious. Yeah. Like we do, this is it. This is it. This is like, it. We we're do everything together. Like, yeah. I mean, we're, this is my up, husband. Literally. We're yeah. waking up in the morning. We're doing breakfast in the morning. We're driving yeah. to work together in the morning. We worked at the same hospital. We're domesticated. So, like, we were very in sync with each other. But so, yeah, so we got engaged and then I immediately started planning our wedding. So 
from the moment you met him mm-hmm. until the moment he proposed, this was a span of six, six months. months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was crazy fast. That's, that's I mean, fast. two week move in. Who does that? Nobody. Nobody, Nobody does that. Nobody. No. Mm-mm. I will say just to help you feel a little better. A little better. A little better out there. Okay. What? I went on a trip mm-hmm. with my then new boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, now husband. Yeah. To Europe. Yeah. When, what was this, a month? Yeah. You it was about a month. We had just met each other. Oh, we had just met each other. Yeah. And my husband was like, hey, by the way, I'm going to Amsterdam. Would you like to go with me? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So like, that's, that's a little odd. Yeah. You know? But is it though? I don't, like, I don't know. I don't think it is. I, like no. now looking back, like I'm like, you know, you're just embracing the moment. Dude, just, life is crazy, yeah. man. You got to roll just with it. go with it. So you plan your wedding, and then so how long after wedding. do you get married? I plan my wedding. Two years. Took oh, me two, two years. years to plan the wedding. Bitch. Yeah. What were y'all doing? Um, I was just, I like had this whole in- vision. Okay. And I needed that vision to come to life. Okay. Because for me, I was going to be like my mom and my dad. Right. My grandparents. Like we weren't, like I wasn't doing this again, mm-hmm. you know? And so you were kind of setting up oh, yeah. that life. Yes. So plan and the pop, wedding for yeah. two years. <clears throat> Big wedding, beautiful, dress change. Mm. It was great. Lovely. I'm sorry yeah. I missed it. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's all a blur now. Like, I mean, I'm sorry for me. Yeah, I'm sorry for you, you too. You feel like you don't care, <laughs> I do so care. fuck off. But I do. I, <laughs> I do care. I am sorry. But you know, like when you get married at, in a big wedding, you're just they're just moving you from place to place yeah. to place. Like you're really not enjoying anything. You're not really visiting with anybody. Yeah. You're just... Checking the boxes I, to make I, sure that your me. wedding planner gets all the things fit into the time that you have her. Right. Right. So like, so yeah. you guys get married. It's beautiful. Get married. It's, it's beautiful. Great. We go on our honeymoon. Where'd you guys go? We went to New Orleans. Uh, New oh, Orleans. Fine. Yeah. It was, I really love New Orleans. Yeah, I, I do It's too. a good time. <gasps> Mardi Gras. Huh? Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. We, we went during November because we got married in November, yeah. but we had actually vacationed there like right after he proposed. Okay. So it was just kind of a, a revisit. It, we stayed at a really cool bed and breakfast. <laughs> the fire went out. Our fire <laughs> is slowly sizzling oh, it's okay. out. It's okay. So we go on our honeymoon. We come back and things are good. Yeah. Until they're not. <laughs> I want you to elaborate on so, that because there, there was a moment, there was a moment where, where things just completely changed. Okay. Like within an instant. Like, okay. And it was, you know, do you know that moment? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I had at the time a two door car Okay. and I had three children now Yeah. and it was really difficult to get the children in and out of the two door car. Plus I also had like little feet on yep. the back of the seats yep. and it just wasn't ideal. Mm-hmm. So I'm independent. I bought my car by myself. I bought my home by myself. I didn't really understand, but I'm married now. So I guess maybe I should have cleared this decision with him, but I went just after I got out of work one day and I traded the car in and got a bigger car. Perfect. That's exactly what a mom Same would payment. do. Nothing like, I think it went up like 80 bucks or something okay. like something so, crazy. So like just a very, thoughtful and but also like I was doing it because I needed it for my kids right right like you're I wasn't doing it I was selfish yeah like so I was I was excited like got the deal done whatever I and I just was it even crossed my mind that I should have 
had him by my side. And I don't really know like if that's an every man type of thing, but this no, man in particular okay. felt like he needed to be a part of those decisions and I did not make him a part of it. So okay. I guess that's my bad. Like maybe I should have been more aware. I'm, I'm not I sure. I mean, I think that life is about learning. A hundred percent. Right. I also think now like moving forward in my life, these are conversations that I plan on having with whomever I date. Like, what are your expectations? Yeah. Like, I didn't ask those questions. I didn't even know you were. I didn't even Supposed know those to. were the questions so to ask. My husband and I, we didn't. We didn't even talk about like what those the things setup are. of our relationship yeah. would be. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. It's very strange. It right? is strange. So, but but I have friends yeah. who map everything out. Yeah. And they talk about, is he going to work or am I going to work? Gonna, Are yeah. we going to both work? What kind of car? How many children are going to have? What is the cost of... It's fucking cra- not think, crazy, but in my mind, in my... Yeah, like I just didn't think like that. You yeah. know, like I just was like, okay, like yeah, it's like, a good yeah, thing, you know. No, and you're taking care of shit. Yeah. So that day I come home... Excited. Excited. Have a beautiful new car. Beautiful new car. To take brand care new. of the and children. And he was livid. Hmm. Yelling, livid, mad can't believe you like it as if I had like so you walk in yeah and you say hey, hey. and he you know we had, had I had shared by like text message or something okay. that this was happening but I think that just added fuel to the fire I guess okay. I don't really know when I walk in he's upset he's mad you would the level of anger that he was at was like as if I had done something like murder, committed adultery, like something really Slept bad. Slept with his best friend. Slept with his best friend. Okay. He was, how dare you betray me like this? Oh like something God. just, it was just so really So insecurity. Wild. Very much. Insecure. It's, it's insecure. Very you much. were not allowed to do that. Yeah. I'm the I, man. Yes. I can yes. do that. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. So it takes a little bit for us to like work through move that. past this, but then things just kept interesting getting worse and worse and worse it was really bad give me an example so did he so he was very verbally abusive in yes, that instant like, yes and then, and then the verbal abuse just continued so okay. it was like i can't believe like he would say things like if i made a decision about something and he didn't deem it to be correct it was like i think um you are like how can you be so so smart but so stupid you have all these degrees on the wall, but you're such an idiot. Things That's that fucking, are not. Guys, just for the record, really nice. nobody ever is allowed to ever talk to you that way. Ever. And anybody who says, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Is even worse. Like, yeah. they're worse. Yeah. And then there were some instances where, like, he was accused of not being faithful and so you, so you're in this relationship. Yeah. I'm married. You're, you're married now. Yeah. You're, you're in. Not two even. Year, okay. So you're not a year in. <laughs> not even. You're, you're a few yeah. months in. Mm-hmm. He starts being very verbally abusive. Yeah. yeah. And then you start hearing that there's possibility of him sleeping. Yeah. Around. Like he got fired from his job for being in the women's restroom. And I was like, why were you even in the women's restroom? And he was like, well, there was a person that needed help. And it was just did a lie. You, did you believe that? Yeah. Okay. I did. Because okay. I was like, I, you I'm had not no going to lie to you. Like I was stupid. No, no. Yeah. Stupid, I mean, stupid in love with the, with the wrong Love person. is blind. Yeah. 100%. Love is blind. I 100% believed all of his Okay. Well, you stories. also had no reason to not believe right? him. Right. Right. I, I didn't know. I was very naive. Like, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, and so just go along with and it. And you're also a very 
you're good at solving problems. Yeah. I know that personally you don't like confrontation. No. And you don't like, like I, on the other hand. I do not. I'm very. I'm not about it. Like I don't like it. Well, I'm not about it, but I'm very. Do like, you, let's do it. Do you need me to help you with something? <laughs> Should I talk to someone? <laughs> Should we do this? Yeah. So things just got bad worse. quick. Did they the ever ones. get better or did they there just were times, spiral like it's like waves right like it was okay. like good and bad and good and bad but i looking but back now like, I, feel, I never think that it should you should have that much bad okay like i feel like some of the waves should be they should they should last a little yeah longer yeah. at the high level we should be one of those big time surfers. And you shouldn't be, I was say you shouldn't be surfing. You shouldn't be surfing. <laughs> yeah. You should be kind of bumping along. Yeah. Like I feel like we should be riding ripples. the, the wave a ripples. little bit better. Huh? Yeah. Like you want ripples of yeah. water. You like don't it, want. It just needed to be more consistent with the good opposed to the bad. Okay. When in this relationship did it get really bad? Really bad. Yeah. A few years in, it was really bad. And it started to like show itself in financial ways. We both had really good jobs. Mm -hmm. Like there was no reason for us to be out of money. Mm. And so I could never put my finger on like where this money was going. Did you have access to the bank account? I did, but I let him really take the lead in that because that was something that meant something to him to like, like, it was a control thing. And I feel like at point in your marriage, you were very aware. I'm just trying to make him happy. Yeah. And you're also very aware of when you're going to pick your battles. Yeah. Like I'm not going to argue with him all the time, but we just couldn't seem to get ahead, get ahead. Yeah. And so it was always question, you know, questioning, whatever. And then there were some other instances. One night after I had made dinner, I had gone upstairs, like after cleaning up after everything, gone upstairs, you know, got my PJs on and his phone was going off and he was already asleep. And I went to check the phone and like double clicked and there was a message and from a girl, a woman, um, that, you know, he was friends with the husband. They rode motorcycles together and she had sent a selfie. So you know how like you can see the preview? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I saw the preview. It was a selfie yeah. with cleavage. Okay. And then there was another message right after that, like dot, dot, dot. Cause he didn't respond because uh. he was asleep. And so, did you um, have access to his phone? Could no, you open but it? I, like I threw the phone at him, and I was like, "What is you know?" And we had a big fight, and what is this? You okay. know. So there were times in my marriage where I knew deep down inside he was cheating on me, but I'm just gonna keep trucking along because I have these three beautiful kids who live with me permanently right now, and if this isn't a marriage and we're not together. What happens to my kids? And also too, the bigger thing was I don't want to be divorced and I don't want to be this person. Cause I don't, it's embarrassing. Okay. So I was just going to ask you, you were afraid. I was afraid. So that fear I was afraid of failure was keeping you locked in yes. to a really bad situation. Yes. And just clarifying when you say I had these three kids, mm-hmm. they were his children that were now living with you Yes, because they the wife to- was they decided to, to move in with us because they wanted, I think that they had never experienced their yeah. dad in a relationship long enough to provide a home, to provide this stable environment. Mm-hmm. And Which, they by the way, craved. he wasn't providing. It was you. You know, it was 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, Let's yeah, just be very I mean, clear. I'm not, I mean, I'll be yeah. very humble when I need to be, but why 100% was the one providing all of the things. So you know, I was always worried about that, but I was more worried about what me failing looked like 
to everybody Everybody. else. You know, I will say this when it comes to infidelity. I have friends who have experienced this from their husbands. Mm -hmm. And because of fear, Mm -hmm. because of the perception, the fear of perception of their family, excuse me, of their community, Mm -hmm. of everything that's happening around them, they will stay in some of the worst scenarios and we can dive into this at another time yeah absolutely so so you're you're there you're existing in this space and then the abuse became physical so so what would he do like he would hit me not my face or anything but like he would hit me from like you know like torso Mm -hmm. down or like kick me or like if i wasn't agreeing with him he, he would lock me into the closet and you know argue with me and fight with me, push me around, you know, whatever. There was one time I was talking to him um, and he was in the shower. I was using my finger and I guess he took it as I was pointing at him and I was just like talking. Like I, I talk with my hands a well, lot. Well, even if you were pointing. Yeah. I don't even know cares? if I was pointing at him, but I was just like talking. I don't know. Anyways, he got out of the shower and he like grabbed me in like a chokehold and like pushed me down push my head into the ground. You know, he was like, you don't point your finger at me. Like it was just like situations like that. Like one day we're in the car, we're driving. He was lost. I was providing him directions. He said that I had an attitude when providing directions. And he like grabbed my hair, slammed my head into the window and then back down into the console. And my three kids were in the back. Just little situations like those things were occurring and they were becoming more frequent. frequent. So, and they're not little situations. No, they were huge. By the way, these are, the, yeah. I have a son. Mm-hmm. I have four kids. I have a son. And even when his sisters are being very unreasonable, yeah, I tell him, you are absolutely not allowed. Not allowed. Mm-hmm. In my mm-hmm. opinion, men who exert themselves physically, yeah over a woman mm-hmm. are fucking pussies. Literally the scum of the earth. Yeah. Pussies, piece of shits. They yeah. have no validity. Yeah. And I was also just like so afraid to tell anybody that this was going on. What, what, like, where did I the just fear felt like my dad, from? my grandfather, my uncles, yeah. my brother. I just felt like they were like... Retaliate? They were, yeah. They and, were just going to lose it, well, you know? As they should. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't blame them for feeling those things. So I'd like to stay in this space okay. for a bit. Mm-hmm. Because I think that more women, mm-hmm. and maybe some men out there, but more women experience physical violence mm-hmm. than they talk about. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I'm curious to know. You know, I've my husband's great. I have no personal experience with my husband. In the past, there's scenarios that we'll talk about later. Yeah, that I've been exposed to. But what? can you speak on with regards to how you could be happy in that space? If he's bashing your head into the window and then bashing it on this, Mm -hmm. on the console, Mm -hmm. then afterwards you go home and you have sex and y'all are together and y'all are one happy family Mm -hmm. because you're trying to make him happy, right? Hold it all together. So, or, Mm -hmm. or were you just aloof and, floating around in your house like a ghost I did you put up a front like what was your I method of coping coping with well this? i think like to the outside world i put definitely put on a front like every morning put on my big diamond ring and did you feel happy I, these um, questions may seem crazy but did I, I feel happy 
No, I was very unhappy. Okay, so there there was a point in your marriage yeah. where you knew I am not happy. No, yeah, I definitely Did was not happy. Did you know that it's not what you wanted? Because, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, because some people could say I wasn't happy, but I want this. No. I want to make I it mean, work. So like I was unhappy and I, I knew where, where, where we were headed, but I wasn't going to ever be the one to give up. So on that note, we have wrapped up the first part to a three-part series featuring our very own co-host, Whitney Waddell, as she shares her super powerful story and journey. We thank you all so much for listening and appreciate all of the love and support. We absolutely would not be able to do it without all of our listeners. Stay tuned for part two as our episodes drop every Wednesday. Bye.